All right, guys, welcome in. Week 15 in the books, and everyone four went out for Mason, his last and only team. Wow, we're just going right after it, huh? Out of the playoffs. Jesus, all right. I was talking to the luckiest guy football as well, so hopefully you're one of those guys, but. What? I was was hoping to meet, uh, meet up in that league, in the championship. Well, I'm talking about in general with our dynasty as well. I mean, I, what do you I mean? Guess, I guess you can say that. I, yeah. I just... he played the worst quarterback on his team for no reason, and then played Michael Gallup over Montgomery. Sometimes it's, it it pays off to be lucky rather than being the best team. Yeah, you've been lucky <laughs> all year, and you're lucky, pal. Hey, don't don't come for me when someone trades uh, sends me a trade offer for Jarek McKinnon. What who, do you mean? Right, Riley wanted Ken Gainwell, and all he sent over was uh, the league winner Jarek McKinnon before we knew he was about to pop off. Yeah, I mean that's you know that's <laughs> that's that very. I mean that's a legitimate trade, especially in dynasty. Um, because obviously McKinnon's a, McKinnon's a little bit older. Gainwell's you know in his second year with Miles Sanders on the edge, but. I mean, yeah, that's definitely looking like what's – I mean, that's what's saving you so far. Right. I mean, your team was all good all around. So, yeah, we're uh, semifinals. If you made it, congratulations. We got waivers for you today. Uh, And if you're out, sorry. But hopefully you're still following along just because it never never hurts. You're you're always staying up to date on the latest news and everything. So, never hurts. Uh, but waivers there's, I feel like there was, this is a good waiver week. I feel like the, the past few weeks, it's just been like, okay, if you, if you have to pick someone up, go ahead and do it. But there was really nobody this week. I feel like there's uh there's some options, so we'll get yeah, ready. Right uh, yeah, there, there really are. And I think there's one that we both forgot. I kind of thought of it as we were logging on today, but I'll let you do the, the main ones first. Uh, so we talked about him last week, but he still only owned in 61% of ESPN leagues. Just talked about him. It's Jarek McKinnon. Uh, he posted up two 30-point games in a row uh, versus Texans last week. 18, he saw 18 opportunities, which was the most he's had all year. At this point, he's a vital part of this offense, as much as Isaiah Pacheco is. Yeah, he's he's probably even more just because he does have that pass-catching ability. Um, which they don't use Pacheco, unfortunately, at all. Um, so Pacheco's kind of like in that Chubb category. That's not, not nearly as good. Um, but he's only going to be, you know, relevant fantasy-wise if he scores. Um, and that's kind of what it's been. You know, he'll he'll average, you know, five rushing yards a game or per carry. Um, and he's good football-wise. But McKinnon is the upside back that they have in that offense. You know, at this point, you know at least a couple screens are being designed for this guy. He's going to yep. catch at least five passes. They play Seattle and Denver the next two weeks. So, if I, honestly, if I have any fab left, I'm spending pretty much all of it on McKinnon and trying to get him. Yeah, he really could be a league winner. He's what's gotten you into the you know, final two playoff spots. So, for you at least, um, he's he's been a huge pickup. Yeah, I I have in my in my lineup already in week sixteen over guys like Traylon Burks and and Zadovin Knight. So yeah, we we you know we saw Amon Rock come out for week fifteen being picked off waivers. We saw Rashad Penny last year be picked off waivers. Mc, McKinnon is that guy this year. I feel like so go go out and grab him. It's looking like it so far. Yep. 
Uh, Tyler Algier, uh, next running back on this list. He finished as RB7 last week. Uh, same as McKinnon, 18 opportunities last game was most he's had all year. Uh, and it's a true 50-50 split with Patterson right now. I would even put my money on it being 60-40 the last couple of games in favor of Algier. Yeah, and for he he could be a guy, you know, for Dynasty that you can try and trade. I mean, maybe not super low because that owner might like him a lot, but you could try and trade him low. You never know what's going to happen in the offseason. Patterson's 33 years old. Like, he's he's done. I'm on the team, but it's definitely going to take a, a, a turn next year. You want McKinnon for Algier straight up? No. <laughs> uh the other couple of running backs on here. I threw them both on here. J- Jonathan Taylor's done pretty much. I, is he done for the year? I don't know if there was a report out or not. I I believe he could come back. Um, like his his injury pretty much shut him down. Uh, so it's Deion Jackson, and Zach Moss. Uh, we saw what Deion Jackson could do that again, given Naeem Hines was out along with Jonathan Taylor earlier in the year. But we saw what Deion Jackson can do. Uh, they they traded for Zach Moss. Obviously, they liked him a lot. Uh, neither one of them produced. We'll talk about in a minute with minute here with the Colts Vikings game. They didn't produce great numbers, but the opportunities were there. Uh, Jackson rushed for 13, 13, or 13 carries, fifty five yards. He's only eighty one. Charge twenty four points per game for the running back position. That ranks 29th, bottom four in the league. Honestly, if you need a flex play, both of these guys are in consideration next week with the matchup. Yeah, and they didn't need to be in, in consideration this last week because, I mean, they were up the entire game. Uh, or no, But, I mean, I, they were up, so it, it was a good game script. But you can tell how that game just was – it was starting to come back, and the Colts just kept passing and passing. Um, and it was short fields for them for the whole first half. So, like, they didn't get a lot of, like – real opportunities uh, to pop off, I feel. Right. Yeah, so uh, honestly, if you're the JT owner, I think I uh, over McKinnon. No. Uh, The only receiver I put on this list, Jahan Dotson, uh, came in Sunday Night Football. He made some great catches. He's he's starting to be more integrated in this offense. He was earlier in the year. Then he was he had that lingering injury. The you know the past couple of weeks he wasn't doing much, uh, but the, he has 15 targets combined in the last two weeks. If you need a receiver, if you need a flex play, go spend a couple bucks on Dotson. Yep, and then again another great dynasty guy. Um, I, it's, that's going to be a harder harder trade to obviously complete because he was probably a late first round pick in most dynasty drafts this year. Uh, but, you know, it's just a guy that's looking to be, you know, why he was drafted in the first round in the NFL. Yep. And then the tight end, we we kind of touched on him last. I don't know if we touched it on the pod or you just brought him up in, in passing, but Jawan Johnson, he's, yep. qu- he's quietly the tight end eight on the year. He has five top ten finishes in the last seven weeks, and he's still only owned in 15% of leagues. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand where this guy has come from, why nobody's talking about him. What I don't I don't get it. Because it's a gross Saints offense, and he's like they're too. He's not their. If you talk about football players and skill, he's not nearly as good as Olave or Kamara. But they use him. They give him the opportunities that they don't give their best guys. Right. Yeah. Even streaming guys like Conklin or Knox or anybody, I don't know that you don't just take a shot on Jawan Johnson the last two weeks. 
Yeah, I do like Knox a lot. I think he's just in a huge, especially coming off this monster game. Um, but I, I do, I Jawan, uh, Johnson, he's a guy that I think is very reliable. His last, what, four or five games, he's gotten you double-digit points, except for the game he got hurt in. Um, right. You can't really ask for much more unless you have Travis Kelsey. Exactly. Uh, those are six guys, technically, I had on my list. Is, is there anybody else you want to touch on? I did want to touch on Garnu Minshew. Um, we we're going to get into it, but Jalen Hurts, he's out for sure this week and might even be next week as well. Um, so, I mean, that's that's a huge blow. I mean, he was the QB one on the year so far, and he's out. And Garnu Minshew, you know, let's not forget what he's done. Um, he played in two games last year, had a 23 points and a 19. Um, not the greatest, but, you know, uh, that was, you know, week 18 against Dallas. Um, and then the year before when he was a starter – he had so many, he played in the first seven games, all but one were 20 points or more. And most of them were 25 or more. So he's a good option. They have good receiving weapons. Goddard's coming back. He's a lot better than guys like fucking Matt Ryan, Tannehill. Uh, I just think he's a guy that you should go and grab. I just don't, I, if you're put, put yourself in this person's shoes, you're in the semifinals. If you had the first round buying, you just lost Hurts. That sucks. If you played week week fifteen, it, it doesn't matter if you have Hurts or not. I can't stomach playing Gardner Minshew off the bench over Matt playoff, Ryan in the playoffs. Matt, I don't know over Who, Matt Ryan. The Colts have a decent matchup in the Chargers. They had a decent know. matchup last week, and I get you know they had two defensive scores and whatnot, but he still only put up eleven. The team scored thirty six points. He yeah. had he had eleven fantasy points. You're telling me you'd rather trust that over the team who has A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, and Devonta Smith? Like, they're going to be passing more. Miles Sanders isn't just going to get 30 carries. Like, they're going to be passing more. And Gardner has always shown that when he's in, like, he is a good quarterback. He should be a starter in some on some teams. Dallas still only allows 14 points to the quarterback position. I don't – I can't trust that. I, I trust it. Let's go to – oh, crap. I don't have my ESPN app, app up. Um, let's go to our dynasty, even though that's a lot less guys that are available for quarterback. Okay. Ryan Tannehill, Matt Ryan, Zach Wilson, Baker Mayfield, or Sam Darnold? Uh, does it show matchups for Week 16 or no? Yep. Tannehill has Houston, and Tannehill's questionable. Matt Ryan has the Chargers. Zach Wilson has the Jags. Baker has Denver. Darnold has the Lions. If Tannehill plays, I'm playing Tannehill over Minshew. But the other guys, I if you're if you find yourself in that situation, I would play Minshew over everybody with Tannehill. I would rather do it. He has it's a better team, better coaches, and they like it, it's their rival. They want to win this game because I believe if they win this game, they can they essentially have the number one seed locked up. If I'm not mistaken. God, that's so gross. So gross. To think it's about. really not that gross, though, because if you see like what he's done, it's really not that gross. I I get it. I I get where you're coming from, but you got you 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 got to have some big balls to play Gardner Minshew off the bench in your semifinals. Hey, if I'm if I'm gonna, I'm I'm not going down. I mean, I'm already out. Uh, but and I rode with Matt Ryan. I would n- never do it again. Matt Ryan's dead to me. I'll never pick him. Never do him in DraftKings. He's done. Um, but even here, when he played, he missed two and a half games or yeah, two and a half games. His, he, he ended up the season at 30 points, 22. He threw some, another 30 point in there. Like 
he, and that was with Jacksonville. Um, I just think he's a way better option than, than those other guys with better weapons. I, I get it. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what where the week takes us. Hurts technically isn't ruled out yet, so we'll see. But uh, let's get on these Saturday games. We saw if you watch the Colts Vikings and you watched through halftime, you watched the biggest comeback in NFL history by one point, 33 point comeback. Colts were up 33 nothing and half. Kirk Cousins basically in the second half threw for 460 yards and four touchdowns. Just yeah, not even this game, <laughs> but this week in the NFL was crazy. It, it really was. So many great games. So many games that ended in over like two games that ended. Defensive touchdowns and overtime. Yeah, and the Patriots uh, Raiders should have gone to overtime, but didn't. The, well, even the Sunday night game had some drama. So yeah, this this whole week this this is gonna be tough to beat. Yeah, it was a good week, but yeah, go back to uh, Colts and Vikings. Um, I mean, just like, I was about to leave at halftime, and I'm like, oh, I'll stay till the end of the third quarter. I'm glad I did because I was able to watch the technically the greatest comeback in football history. Yeah, I was about to turn on the bowl games. I was like, you know what? This is boring. I, I get it's NFL. I like NFL way better than college or any other sport. But I was like, whatever. We'll just we'll keep it on. We'll see. If, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Matt Ryan, 19 for 33, 182 yards and a touchdown. I, I thought you, you said you rolled with Matt Ryan. I was 5 out of 10 confident in Matt Ryan, probably the highest I've been all year. Thought he was going to put up better numbers than this, but obviously not. No, and again, if you would have told me that the Colts scored 36 points, I would have thought Matt Ryan would have thrown for 280 and maybe two. You know, an extra 100 yards and touchdowns. That, that's a huge difference. Um, but, yeah, it just, just stunk it up, and when they needed it the most, just was even worse. But it was nice to see Michael Pittman. Um, kind of, I mean, he wasn't great, obviously, but for fantasy-wise, 10 catches, 60 yards. Um, well, they only get a big play going. But it was nice to see that they actually targeted their best player. Right. Yeah, it wasn't a, wasn't a good production day, but I agree. 14 targets. You'll take that on anybody. Yeah. Uh, it, so we touched on Moss and Jackson. If you had to pick one of them to target on waivers, who would it be? Probably, I mean, if you're going to go off of this game, obviously Zach Moss had 11 more carries. Um, neither of them were had each had a target. <sighs> I think Zach Moss is just – he's always been more relevant in fantasy-wise. When he was on the Bills, he was their number two. Um, so, I think I'd rather roll with the talent and just what we've seen from Zach Moss compared to Dion, who's been a third-string running back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree. The 24 carries, that's that's just insane. I, I think it'll continue here. Uh, but, yeah, that's – other than Michael Pittman, gross from the Colts side. Yeah. Yeah, there's really nothing else to talk about. Uh, touchdown Cousins, 460 yards, four touchdowns. Threw those two picks in the first half, but if you started Cousins, congratulations. Yep. He, in our league, I mean, uh, I have Hurts, who got me 34, but Cousins got me a mere 40 on the bench. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 17 for 95, had that 40 yard run. Uh, four for 95 and one through the air, 64 yard touchdown. So, if it, honestly, if you started any of these Vikings, Congratulations. KJ, yeah, you, you usually want to. I mean, Dalvin Cook posted the RB2 on the week in a half-point PPR, um, and now he's up to the RB8 overall. Funny how that works. One good game bumps you right up. Uh, KJ Osborne, I know neither of us touched on him in the waivers, but he, has, he saw 16 targets, 10 for 157 and 1. 
Uh, the Vikings aren't going to be down by that much mostly in most games, so I don't know if I trust this to continue. But if you want to take a shot on them, fine. In redraft, I'm not, I'm not going off the hot game. But in dynasty, I do like him. He is still young. Adam Thielen's old. Um, assuming that he stays on the Vikings, he could get paid elsewhere. But if he stays on the Vikings and he's the number two, you can slot slot him in for our, a receiver. 28 or better, honestly, I think, in that offense. Yeah, I'd say high-end wide receiver three numbers. I don't know if he gets into the wide receiver two range, but right. Yeah, uh, Jefferson, again, 16 targets, 12 for 123 and one. Posting up Jefferson numbers. Thielen, three for 41, but he did save his day with the score. Hawkinson was really the only bust on this this side, but three, three for 33, saw nine targets. You're not going to sit Hawkinson. No. Um, Ravens Browns. I didn't watch a single minute of this game, and I'm glad. I- yeah, me either. I was Brown- driving during that game. <laughs> Browns won 13 to three. The I, I, obviously the score indicates there wasn't many uh, many fantasy relevant players that did good. J.K. Dobbins though, one, 13 for 125. If we, if we told we told you to start him again, and he's he's posting up great numbers. So yeah, he, he's looking good, which is, is just great to see from a guy who had so much potential um, and just the crazy injuries. But I think this game kind of solidified something that the Ravens need to re-sign Lamar Jackson. Yep. Um, Huntley, I picked him up in dynasty thinking maybe he'll be the guy next year. Uh, and he's not looking like he, what he was last year, but that is also because like they have no receivers uh, like it, it, it's just an embarrassing receiving core. Like I don't want, I don't even want to start Mark Andrews anymore. It's so bad. Right. I know you're not high on, on Bateman as high as I am, but they need somebody. They need him back out there. Obviously, Lamar helps a lot, but yeah, it, Mark Andrews is risky business. These last these last few weeks here. Yeah, I'm trying to see who the Ravens play next week, really quick. But go ahead and touch on the Browns. The Ravens play the Falcons because we, uh, oh. me, me, and you, we'll talk. We'll touch on it. We're the. Uh, oh yeah, yep, 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 yep. I I have Lamar in Dynasty. I'm in the semifinals, and I'm I'm playing a week one with that juicy matchup. I was I was for J.K. Dobbins. It's another start. Yep. Uh, Watson, 18 for 28, 161 and one. I guess you can say he's getting better each week for what it's worth, but he's still you're, not You're fantasy. a Watson fan now after he uh, got 14 points against you. Yeah, he's still not fantasy relevant. No. Uh, Chubb, 21 for 99. Uh, it's it's good to see Chubb get, be getting the carries, I guess. He, uh, he, he kind of stunk up the bed the last few weeks when Watson was out there, but still he's not a pass catcher. He didn't get in the end zone, so if you started him, you weren't that happy. No, not at all. And Amari Cooper, he was home, and it was an okay finish under what his projected was. But, you know, it was a 13-3 game. You can't really expect too much. Unless your name is Donovan Peoples-Jones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, P- Peoples-Jones, four for 31, and one had the only touchdown in the game. Other than that, it, it was it was just gross. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night game, I did catch the very end of this game at the bar. Uh, Bills 32, Dolphins 29. Did you see those seats that the people had to sit on? Oh, they didn't. See, people always make fun of Lambo for paying <laughs> people to come in and shovel, but at least they're not sitting on snow. Yeah, that was that was wild. It, you saw the pic then of the Miller Lite with six snowballs next to it loaded? Yeah. <laughs> just ready to launch Matua. God, could you imagine – having to drive home after that game 
Oh, no. Snowing and everything. Oh, no, that would have been that would have been rough. But it would have been a fun game to go to, though. That's true. Uh, Tua, seventeen for thirty, two touchdowns. Uh, you can't expect. I can't believe how good both quarterbacks did for what the weather conditions were like. We'll touch on both of them right now. Right now, just said two us, but Allen, twenty-five for forty, four passing touchdowns, and then ten for seventy-seven on the ground. That's just wild. Yeah, the QB two on the week, QB three on the year. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was cold. It, it, it didn't get the snow until the end, which definitely really helped fantasy in general. Um, but yeah, it was it was a it was a cold game. Like it, it's not like the weather didn't affect them. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen, he's he's going to get you twenty points a week minimum just because of what he can do on the ground. Um, and then his and if he has a bad passing day, he's going to get you twenty points. Right. Uh, Mostert, 17 for 136. Just an awesome game from him. Waddle saved his day with that long 67-yard touchdown, 3 for 114. Uh, and then Tyree Kill, 9 for 69 and 1 on 13 targets. It doesn't matter what the weather's like, who the opponent is. Hill's just a baller. Yeah, he's the wide receiver, 2 on the year and a half point, right behind Justin Jefferson and ahead of Devontae Adams. Yep. Uh, and then the the running back room, there's a lot of questions on TikTok. Singletary, Cook, both, neither. Turns out it was neither. 13 yeah. for 42 for Singletary, 3 for 28 on the in, through the air. James Cook, only five carries. Had 34 yards out of it, but well, uh, two for five through the air. I guess you could say saved his day with a touchdown, but not really. Yeah, you weren't excited if you played any of – you're never excited playing those those guys. Dawson Knox coming out of the woodworking the past couple of weeks just in time for the playoffs. Six for 98 and one. Two weeks in a row, he scored a touchdown. He is now the tight end 12 um, by posting up tight end four and three back-to-back weeks. That's just insane. He's got, <laughs> got Chicago next week. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm nervous for that. I'm going up against Josh, the Josh Allen Stephon Diggs stack in one of my redraft leagues. Oh. Not going to be good. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah. Uh, Diggs five for sixty didn't get in the end zone. Gabe Davis four for fifty six. He's he's just a big boomer bus guy here. Yeah, I mean you're definitely not worried about Diggs, but the past you know two weeks, uh, five points, eight points. Um, you're definitely not worried, but it's just weird how he's just dropped kind of the, the like the last two weeks. It's just a little, it's just odd, right? Uh, let's get into Sunday matchups. Bear, Bears almost pulled off this upset. Eagles 25, Bears 20. Uh, I went four and one with my picks on the week. The only only game I got <laughs> wrong, I thought this was gonna be a blowout. Turns out it wasn't. Uh, Hurts 22 for 37, zero passing touchdowns, two picks, but he got three rushing touchdowns. So. <laughs> Can't be too mad. <laughs> no, not with the quarterback one on the week and on the year. Unfortunately, now he will probably not end up as the QB one on the year. Um, but just probably the – definitely the QB steal the draft. Him or Fields, I'd say. Yeah, um, I would still uh, go Hurts. Uh, just because he did finish at – this is what, you know, we thought it could be, and he and he delivered. You know, Fields didn't really have any pressure when he – um, but feels us is the QB five as well. Right. Uh, Miles Sanders love for 42. They didn't really go to him at all during the first half, which was wild. Uh, I would, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, if, yeah. If there was a week, I would expect him to get 20 plus fantasy points. It would have been this week, but I guess not. Fantasy is a weird thing. Yep. Uh, AJ Brown, nine for 181 on 16 targets. 
Devonta Smith, five for 126 on eight targets. As soon as Dale Scotter comes back, these numbers are going to drop down a little bit, which I am scared for Smith, but they should still be fine. Yeah, and then, you know, you talk about with Garnu coming back. I mean, I think you can see 30-plus um, uh, passing attempts kind of guaranteed now a week. I don't know what Hurts' numbers have been average, but they obviously do run a lot more. Um, so I think I think you can still be fine playing Devonta Smith um, and next week. They, they do have Dallas next week. Um, I, I think that's going to be just a high-scoring game. Uh, other side of the ball, Fields 14 for 21, two passing touchdowns, 15 for 95 on the ground. He did leave the game for a little bit, but did end up coming back. He should be fine. Did you uh, see how many the amount of yards he lost in sacks? No. Six sacks for 61 yards. Oh, my God. <laughs> he technically netted. You know, I know this not, This doesn't go against, like, their stats, you know, individual stats or fantasy, but their techni- technically their passing yards was 91 because of all the sacks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> And if they did have Fields, who just makes wild plays every week, they probably would have been 11 sacks for 100 yards. Right. <laughs> oh, yikes. Other than that, Monty, 12 for 53 and one. Uh, it's pretty much Fields and Monty the rest of the way. I don't feel comfortable starting really anybody else. No, not, no. You can't start. You Even Montgomery or even Komet. It's just not a passing offense that works because they can't give him time, and he does scramble. Uh, so, yeah, it's Monty and Fields the rest of the way. Uh, Falcon Saints, Saints won by a field goal. The Bucks are 6-8. and eight. Everybody else is 5-9. and nine. I know. I was rooting for the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, I have no idea. It's still probably going to be the Bucks, as sad as that is. But Let th- the Packers is... <laughs> and Lions in over the Bucks. This is just insane. This is sad. Uh, Ritter got beat up 13 for 26 for 97 yards. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, yeah. Honestly, if you, if you have, uh, have leagues playing defenses, look up the Falcon schedule, play that defense. Yeah, oh, 100%. Uh, we touched on Algier and Patterson already. Both got in the end zone. 17 carries for Algier, 14 for Patterson. If you started either, you were happy. Uh, and you you called it with Drake London, seven for seventy. He didn't get in the end zone, but fourteen PPR fantasy points for him. You were happy. Yeah, and the fact that he got seventy of the team's ninety-seven receiving <laughs> yards is just hilarious. Like, he saw eleven targets on the team's twenty-six pass attempts. Like it's just I I, I thought that's what was going to happen, um, but it's it's kind of scary. Like he, he's not going to go for. 125 yards, unfortunately. You're just going to have to hope he gets a lot of receptions. Right. Uh, other side of the ball, Dalton posted up another two-touchdown game. He's just putting up fine numbers, but only 17 pass attempts. Uh, Kamara, 21 for 91. He would have had a great day if he would have gotten the end zone, uh, but just two for 13 through the air. I don't, I don't know anymore with him. I think it's just – I think this is what you have to expect from him now. They don't utilize him how they have in years past. And Olave is starting to get to a sit now. Um, it, it was fine when he was seeing eight targets a game, but now he's not seeing that. The team scored three touchdowns, and it was, wasn't was to their best players. Like, it just makes zero sense. But um, Shahid, three for 95 and one. Dron Johnson, we talked about four for 67 and two. Um, and, you know, Taysom Hill, when he's in the game, it takes away from Kamara as a rusher. So it, 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 it's just a shitty situation for both of them. 
Yeah, Kamara Olave. and Olave. Yeah, Olave's obviously they're both fine for Dynasty, but this oh, yeah. year I don't know. Olave's definitely starting to cool off. Yeah. Uh, Lions twenty, Jets seventeen. I would have thought it was going to be a higher scoring game, but then the Zach Wilson news came out, and all hell broke loose. <laughs> he looks Here. fine. He looks, he looks fine. One touchdown, pretty much what you expected versus Jets defense. So if you started him, Swift eight for fifty-two, Jamal Williams thirteen for thirty-three. Neither neither of these guys had a great game. Again, it's the Jets defense. Nobody really had a great game here. No, I mean uh, Amon Ross score or didn't score. Um, but I mean, yeah, everyone's just mad. I mean, you put up twenty points. You're it's. I'm not excited about it most times. Right. Uh, so it's, I know you're not a Lions fan, but Lions, if they win out these next two games and come down to the Packers, we've already talked about it. Do what, what percent do you feel confident that the Packers can beat the nine and seven Lions? So, like, like whoever wins gets in, we're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Let's say the Packers beat the Dolphins and beat who? Vikings. Vikings. Yeah. Look at they win these next couple of games. It's nine and seven versus nine and Packers seven. would be eight and eight. eight and win and get in. How? What percent confidence would you have in the? Packers? Oh man, that's uh, it's tough <laughs> just because so tough. I mean the Lions. I mean they're they're they'd be on what like a seven game win win streak. Like it's, it's always tough playing hot teams, a team that has good offensive weapons. Right, but I just think it comes down to if this is Rogers' last season, which we don't know. I don't. I he will do everything in his power not to lose his last game at Lambeau with it being meaningful. So I would be I would be nervous the entire time. Like I'm not saying oh we're gonna win with ease. I I'll, I'll be sweating the entire time. I think I would go. Probably you said sixty forty. I don't want to copy you, so I'll go like sixty five thirty five. In favor of the Packers. Yeah, I just think right. we have a better defense. We have better playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I'm going to trust Rodgers over Goff. I'm going to trust, um, you know, our even though you know Amonaz obviously really good, um, but their their running game is kind of just meh right now. Where that's our strength, and you know, I'm going to trust Dylan and Jones. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I, it, you said it was home, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and Green Bay. So that that okay. obviously helps too. A dome team versus a cold, you know, in the cold. Right. Going back to the Jets. So Zach Wilson, eighteen for thirty-five, two touchdowns, one pick. You're not starting this guy. So no. Uh, Zonovan Knight. He did leave and come back, but thirteen carries for twenty-three yards. He's cooling off and coming back to earth. Yeah. Uh, this this Lions rush defense has really kind of flipped it around the past couple of weeks. Um, I'm getting their total rankings right now, but you can t- touch on the receivers really quick while I, while I find that. Yeah, everyone just had a fine day. Uh, CJ Uzama posted up the only two touchdowns. Uh, I, you can call him a backup tight end. You can call him one of the tight ends. Doesn't matter. But Garrett Wilson, four for ninety-eight on nine targets. He's the only guy I feel comfortable starting every week. Uh, Elijah Moore, four for fifty-one on seven targets, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, so this Lions defense, they're now eight against uh, running backs. They started off the year giving up 35, 21, 27, 32, 20, 30. Since then, since that Cowboys game to the running backs, they've given up 16, 11, 10, 
14, 11, 7, 10, 6. This is not an easy defense to run against, and they have the Panthers next week. I don't want to start Chuba or uh, Foreman next week at all. No, it was a laughable defense halfway through the year, but honestly, since their winning streak has started, overall this team has just gotten better. Yeah, they still can't necessarily stop the stop the pass. They're, I mean, we, just, I mean, Zach Wilson just put up three seventeen and two, um, and that obviously leads to the receivers. They're, they're stopping the run. Um, like I think DJ Moore, if if you're in the playoffs still, um, I think he's a good flex by next week against this Lions defense. But running backs, I'm not confident in playing against them. Right. Uh, moving on. Steelers twenty four, Panthers sixteen. Not a lot of action this game. Red Zone didn't show much of this game. Uh. Trubisky, 17 for 22. No touchdowns, no picks. Nice. He, nice, he ran one in. Nice Trubisky line for you. Yeah, six for nine on one touchdown. <laughs> uh, Najee, though, he's he's looking like he's picking it up. I've, I've, I have uh, moderate confidence in Najee again. 24 for 86 and a score. Yeah, it's definitely getting better. Um, I'm looking up his total right now in half point. He is RB15 now, and we've been bagging on him all year. I mean, rightfully so. I mean, he hasn't been what you drafted him in the first round of B. Um, right. But his last, you know, since his bye week, you know, 20 RB 22, RB 3, 29, 25, but then 15, 14. Like, he's gotten every single week since the bye week double digits. He got 10, so right there. Um, But he's just, he's an RB, he sees the most amount of court carry. So, it's starting to the point where, like, you have to play him because you know you're going to get opportunities. But, again, just lower your standards for him. Yep. Uh, and then Deontay Johnson, 10 for 98 on 10 targets. Nice to see. Full set up the wide receiver, 16th finish on the week. Uh, his best finish all year. So, yep. good for him. It, it is nice to see. And George Pickens, 2 for 53. I am I said it two weeks ago, I believe, three weeks ago. I'd rather have Deontay the rest of the season. And, yeah, this game kind of out-doubled him in targets and you know, had four, a lot more, five times the amount of receptions. Uh, other side of the ball, Hubbard, 4 for 10. Foreman, 10 for 9. I don't the understand why they only ran the ball 16 <laughs> times. After giving the ball to the combine these two guys like 45 to 50 times a game, they go 14 overall carries. That makes no sense. And, I mean, I get they were down, you know, 14-7 at one point, 21-7, but it's that's not out of reach. No. You, you established the run. <laughs> With your mediocre offense, DJ yeah, Moore. Uh, if you had a, if you had a guess, who has a better uh, who, who ranks higher on the year, DJ Moore, or Deontay Johnson in the ranks? Who would you guess? Man, Deontay's been consistently eh, where DJ's been you know twenty eight points and then zero. Um, I think I'm gonna go DJ just because he's had so many big boom games. So I'm gonna go DJ. Yep, wide receiver thirty for DJ, thirty seven for uh, Deontay Johnson. So okay. DJ Moore, wide receiver, 13 on the week, 5 for 73 and 1. Just when you thought uh, he's finished his last three weeks, wide receiver, 9. Bye week, wide receiver, 93. Wide receiver, 13. <laughs> if you want to roll the dice and uh, if you're feeling lucky on the week and play him, fine, but fuck this guy. Again, they do play the Lions, so I do like him next week. Uh, arguably the most fun game to watch in my opinion jacksonville 40 cowboys 34 hell uh, yeah brother hell yeah bro. <laughs> uh this is this was just a meltdown by uh by dallas it was three teams they had a 17 or more point deficit uh and come back to win 
Jacksonville did it in overtime. Uh, Prescott, though, 23 for 30, three touchdowns, but he did have the two picks. Still a fine fantasy day from him. Uh, Pollard, 19 for 75. Zeke, 16 for 58, but he did uh, fall into the end zone, so he did have the better fantasy day. Well, I don't know. Four for 31. Yeah, four for 31 through the air for Pollard makes up for it, so... Again, if you started both of these guys, I would continue to start both of them. They're both seeing tons of work. Uh, then CD, 7 for 126 on seven targets, no touchdowns. Nice to see him get 20 fantasy points without a touchdown here. Only an idiot would trade him in Dynasty. Only. <laughs> uh, uh, no, he's not. On, Eden was on our waiver show, but six for 49, two touchdowns on nine targets. Do you think this will continue or no? I hope so. He's on Hertz Locker. He sat on my bench. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know if it continues. Um, I, they drafted – who was the guy that they, that they drafted this past year? Um, was that Noah? Yeah, I believe it was. Was it? It sounds right. God, I'm blanking now. Yeah, me too. Uh, let, let me check. Because I know they, they drafted a guy – no, it wasn't Noah. Noah's been in for five years. Oof. Oh my god! Well, they drafted a rookie. Oh, Tolbert, Jalen Tolbert. Oh yeah, duh. Um, and so I I like Tolbert a lot. I thought he was going to take that step at from Gallup. Um, and Gallup's just been garbage. I, I don't know why they just didn't keep Cooper and release Gallup. Um, but no, I'm not. I mean, I think he's he's if you need to add him, if you have injuries, there aren't too many receivers that are injured right now. But I, I'm not chasing it. No, I, I'm not either. I, again, the bye weeks are done. There's got to be better options on your team at this point. They play Philly. Philly does a really good job against the Pat. Just in general, they are a good defense. So he, even if I pick him up, I'm not playing him this week. Right. Uh, Lawrence, 27 for 42, four touchdowns. That this this guy. If you're a Jacksonville fan, you're through the roof. Oh, honestly, I I don't care that Lawrence has a bad matchup next week. I'm playing him over guys like Geno Smith and Deshaun Watson on my bench. He's too hot right now to sit. Yeah, QB 5, 16, 1, 5 last four weeks. And now because of that, he's the QB 6 on the year. Um, You know, him and Fields are right there for like this. You know, if you want to talk about steals of QBs, they're probably both drafted 12th round, maybe even undrafted. And they're 5 and 6 right now. And it's a. Nice to see for like the future of the NFL to be, you know, looking like to be in good hands. Yeah, I have a feeling. I, I have a feeling that Justin Fields was undrafted in most leagues. So yeah, him, him and Lawrence were for sure steals. Yeah, the top five fantasy quarterbacks. The oldest one is Mahomes at twenty-seven. That's wild. That's just it's just great to see for the future. ETM getting back on the horse, going over hundred yards, nineteen for one hundred and three, and two for twenty-four through the air. But Zay Jones, wide receiver 20 on the year, six for 109 and three touchdowns this game. Uh, posted up, obviously, the wide receiver one finish this week, but three top 10 finishes in the last four weeks. Is this guy solidified in your lineup or not really yet because of the Jets' defense next week? No, I think he has to be in your lineup. Like you said, uh, wide receiver four, 75. You know, he still saw seven targets, eight and one. Um, and he's this is a high scoring offense these past couple of weeks. Um, so no, I don't think I can feel comfortable sitting him because the two weeks before then wide receiver 34. Yeah, that's not the greatest. But then after that wide receiver 24. So he's posted up four games as wide receiver two or better in his last five. Right. You can't sit that. You, you, you can't sit that. No. 
Uh, and then Christian Kirk, six for 92, didn't get in the end zone, but he's the wide receiver 10 on the year. He's in your lineup. Yeah. I mean, again, 10 targets. It's, it's a, a team that's going to throw the ball more than they're going to run it. Um, and they're, they're completely turning around their team and their season. Um, and now even Evan Ingram, 10 targets again, eight for 62. You said to sit. I liked starting him. Um, but now he, now he's relevant. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. He, he will finish with that, uh, what is it, or tight end four and one finish jumped up to the tight end four posted up tight end 13 numbers this week, but he's still in the tight end four spot. So. That's it, a good lead for tight ends. You know, the 14.2 in full point PPR, and he had the t- tight end 13. Honestly, I, anything over eight fantasy points is good. It is consistent and fine with me for the tight end position at this point. Yeah. But yeah, this is a fun offense. And, you know, looking to next year, you know, I don't know if they draft the receiver. Both Zay Jones and Christian Kirk are 26, 27. So, by any means, they're not old. Um, but, you know, I, you know the, the free agency isn't sexy for wide receivers. Um, but it'll be interesting to what this offense looks like next year and the second year under Doug Peterson. And you might want to get a lot of it. Right. Uh, the last of the noon games, Chiefs 30, Texans 24. But this is another game that went to overtime. Always bet the Texans at this point. Always bet the Texans. <laughs> Uh, Mahomes only missed five passes all game, two touchdowns, 336 yards through the air. How did this game go to overtime looking at Mahomes' numbers? And, like, they rushed for almost 200 yards. How did this game go to overtime? Texans are just a scrappy team. You keep them hanging around, they'll they'll, fu- they'll put up a fight with you. Like, they didn't – I mean, they, they did lose two fumbles, I guess, but, gosh, that's just crazy to think about. Right. Uh, Pacheco, 15 for 86 on the ground. McKinnon, 10 for 52 and one on the ground. Uh, but Jarek McKinnon, eight. Yeah, Pacheco. one for 11. This is the narrative. At this point, give me Jarek McKinnon over Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, he has a way high side. Um, touches are, I would say, more, even though I guess McKinnon did have more targets and opportunity and touches, but... Pacheco's oh, just a safer because you know you for sure know he'll get 10, 12 plus carries. Uh, but McKinnon, by all means, you're not trying to play it safe, you know, in fancy playoffs. You need big boom guys. So, yeah, McKinnon over him. Uh, and then this has been the narrative all year. The only two pass catchers that were relevant, Kelsey and Juju, both post- posting up 10 catches. Kelsey 105, Juju 88. Other than that, there was nobody else. Yep. Um, MBS did score a touchdown, but that's whatever. And, and Kel- Kelsey is now the fifth all-time tight end in receiving yards, correct? Uh, yes, I believe so. And he's still yeah. got a, he's still got a couple of good years left in him. So he he passed Shannon Sharp. So um, just great, awesome to see. Uh, Texans side of the ball. I don't even think I don't. Again, looking at these stat this stat line, I don't know how they posted up twenty four <laughs> points, hung around with the Chiefs, but. It, there's there's no fancy relevant players on this team anymore. No, I thought Rex Burkhead would have been at least in this matchup usable, but they decided to run Royce Freeman eleven times and only Rex Burkhead throw it to him four times. Um, so yeah, if you pick up uh, Rex Burkhead, I thought it'd be a good pickup. You can drop him. Yeah, if you're still in the playoffs, just do yourself a favor and steer clear of every Texan. Yeah. Cardinals-Broncos, Broncos 24, Cardinals 15. Cardinals unfortunately lost Colt McCoy for half the game. Trace McSorley had to come in. Oh, man. Th- th- these guys are both mathematically eliminated from the playoffs now, but this is this is 
Uh, oh yeah, there is not one. Uh, there is not a single part of me I would have watched this game. Connor, 16 for 63 and one. Fine game from him. Hopkins, 7 for 16. Didn't get in the end zone, but 13 fantasy points from him. Fine game, but other than that, on that side of the ball, gross. Yeah. Trey McBride, nice to see. Finally getting, you know, some targets. Um, Not playing him, but nice to see for, you know, maybe next year uh, and dynasty purposes. Yep. Uh, Other side of the ball, Latavius Murray, 24 for 130 and one. I, a lot of people were uh, asking start sick questions on Murray, too. And if you started him, good for you. Yep. Yeah, we had said not to. He just burned it too many times in great matchups. So, uh, kudos. Uh, and then for the pass catchers, Judy, 7 for 76. Again, Cortland Sutton's still out. So, more of the same for Judy. Uh, Dulcich, though, <laughs> only 1 for 11. What the? I hate that guy. I, I don't understand it. He, he'll have a couple of good games in a row. And then he'll shit the bed. And then he'll yeah, pull you back right. in. He's the DJ Moore tight ends now. He really is. It was Evan Ingram, but now it's Dulcich. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, going forward, oof, it's it's risky business outside of Connor, Hopkins, and probably Judy, if you want to play either any any guys from either of these teams. Yeah, just because um, cause Cole McCoy, he didn't come back. He was concussed. So they might have Trace McSorley in, Penn State guy, if you remember him. He was electric in college. But it's just not – it's not great for Hollywood when you're the second receiving option to a third-string quarterback. Like, it's this is not appealing, which sucks because he had such a great start of the year and the injury and now Kyler's injury is just hurting. Hollywood's almost unplayable. Yeah, I I would agree with that statement. Uh, thirty to twenty four Raiders over the Patriots. If you didn't never a doubt. It, yeah, if you didn't see what happened, go go back and watch the highlights. Biggest bonehead play I've ever I can remember seeing. Uh, but this game, they were doing the laterals. Patriots. Kobe Myers wanted to throw it to Mac Jones, which I don't know why the fuck you would do that. Chandler Jones picks it off. It's ruled technically ruled a fumble, but. He takes the fumble recovery all the way to the first score. Just when you think the Raiders were out of the playoffs, they're still in the hunt. It's I know. It's just <laughs> it's they're gonna make the playoffs at nine and eight. It's just gonna be annoying because I'm not gonna get my twenty bucks. No, nine and eight. That, I, I, I'm assuming they still have like a ten percent chance to make the playoffs, but they're still in it. Yeah. Uh, I've sat Ramondre in both my leagues coming off the injury this wow. week. Wow! I I won I won all my well I have one one week was a bye week so it didn't matter but nineteen for one seventy two and one. Oh, I I got no words for this. I I had a, I thought it was going to be a committee of Pierre Strong, Kevin Harris, Ramondre, you know, kind of easing his way back. Nope, nineteen for one seventy two. Yeah, it's. I mean, he kind of duped us all. He was questionable, limited all week, and um, so I, I obviously understood if you didn't want to play him, just because it's you. It's the same thing with T. Higgins the other week. You didn't want to get duped, and yeah, hopefully, you still made it if he was on your bench. You still won. Pass catchers, they all busted. Myers two for forty-seven. Tyquan Thornton one for twenty-one. Hunter Henry two for nine. Nobody did anything. No, you uh, can't do much when you only complete 13 passes against an awful passing defense. Yeah. Ramondre, two two catches for negative four yards. Good for him. <laughs> uh, Derek Carr, 20 for 38, three touchdowns, one pick. 
pretty much the game for 231 yards. Pretty much the game I thought he was going to have versus the Patriots defense. Yeah, it's Derek Carr. My hopes for him. Black is the QB 14 on the year. Uh, Josh Jacobs, 22 for 93, didn't score. Devontae Adams, 4 for 28, didn't score. Darren Waller, the three guys I probably wouldn't have put up there to score. No, no. I mean, the Patriots, they do. Bill Belichick does a great job on taking away your best player, but I just don't. I mean, he he got nine targets, so it's not like they weren't trying to get him the ball, but – I don't know. It it sucks, but Adams he lost. You know, he didn't lose me the week, but I, was, I needed a big game from him. Um, but they got Pittsburgh next week, so it should be a good matchup for Adams. Yeah, Jacobs running back twenty on the week is worst finish since week eight. Didn't matter. Still RB one on the year. Doesn't matter. You're still playing him every week. Yeah. Uh, Titans Chargers. This is. I I thought this was going to be a shootout, but. 17 to 14 Chargers inched out the win. Uh, Titans, Tannehill went out early. Did you see the meme of him peeking through the blue tents from early on? I did. <laughs> that was hilarious. I did. That was that was that was comical. Uh, Henry, 21 for 104 and one. He did all he could to try and win this game, but then four for 59 through the air. I didn't realize he had 59 receiving yards. That's nice to see. Led the team in rushing and receiving. Yikes. Uh, Titans, if you're a Titans fan. Just know you're not making the playoffs because Jacksonville's coming for you. Oh, I said I think we did our like uh, our playoff picks or whatever. Like um, the rest of the season, who makes the playoffs? I had the Jags, not even like realizing it, like doing it on purpose. I'm like, holy shit, are the Jags winning the playoffs? Then I look at the schedules, I'm like, yeah, it's happening. Yeah, the honestly, the, the, I, they play each other one more time this year, don't they? Uh, yeah, week eighteen. Ooh, we could have a Packers, Lions, and uh, Titans, Jags, huge pivotal game, and Ravens, Bengals. Oh boy, <laughs> let's go! Uh, yeah, the uh, it was Henry and nobody else on this side of the ball. Uh, Justin Herberts, if you started him, he could have very well could have lost you your fantasy matchup. Yeah, only ten points. I don't think anyone saw it coming. He had four games of being, you know, a QB one or better. Or can't be better with QB one, um, and this definitely was a matchup. I, you know, he threw for the ball forty two times for three hundred some yards, just couldn't find the end zone. Right, uh, Eckler twelve for fifty eight and one on the ground, and he posted up oh two for twelve. That that that's why uh, that, that's why they only won by three. Eckler only had two catches. Yeah, it was his worst. Okay, not worst finish. Um, his fifth worst finish as the RB seventeen. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, honestly, he did leave for the for a little bit, but he did kind of come back. Not the productive day you wanted to see from Eckler. Uh, obviously, Herbert didn't throw a touchdown, so none of these receivers got touchdowns. Allen eight eight for eighty six on nine targets. Mike Williams four for sixty seven on eight targets. They were both just fine play, just fine plays. Gerald Everett four for forty two. Again, just 17 points, no passing touchdowns. Kind of gross. Yeah, you're, I mean, they're going to throw the ball a lot of time. They're effective with it. So you're going to ex- expect to have these guys get a lot of yards. And um, who do they have next week? They have Indy. Yeah. Uh, so... Sunday night game. That's, that's stupid. <laughs> that's stupid. I, I wonder if they'll change that. But 
yeah, again, I think I think it's a good play for Herbert next week, but it's good. You got to be cautious. Uh, last of the three o'clock games, just when we thought the Buccaneers were back, up seventeen nothing, they lose. Did you 30. watch this meltdown? They lost thirty-four to twenty-three. Yep, it it was it, it was kind of just comical at, at one point. I don't... It was my my dad. It was th- It was the first drive, I believe, of the third quarter. Him and I were watching it, and it was three to seventeen. And you know, their Bengals are about to score, kick a field goal, and he's like. Oh, the Bengals suck. They're losing to the six and seven Buccaneers. Like, this is, like they sink. And then since the moment he said that, it was a complete 180. We're just laughing because it was just so laughable on how what kept happening. Like you you couldn't think it could get worse on the next drive for the Bucs, and it just did every time. Yeah, this this is just a meltdown. Nobody wants to see the Bucs in the playoffs, but nobody else wants to see Saints, Falcons, or Panthers either. So or it's a lose-lose for America here. Yeah, I'll read you what happened. So it was um just so lots of downs. They went four plays for negative one yards. The Buccaneers field goal for Bengals interception fumbled on the next drive. Fumbled on the next drive. Interception on the next drive. Punted and then they scored with you know a minute left. But gosh, just awful. Yep. Uh, touching on fantasy relevant players, Burrow had a great game. Two only two hundred yards, but threw four. What was that? Uh, yeah, that was all in the second half too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mixon though busted eleven for twenty one. Woof. Uh, five for thirty three through the air. That's eight fans, eight PPR fantasy points there, but not a great day from him. Uh, every single receiver scored. If you played, if even if you played Mitchell Wilcox, he scored. <laughs> Chase Don't Boyd. even know who that is. Chase Boyd, Wilcox, and Higgins all, all found the end zone. So, uh, other side of the ball, I don't even like touching on Brady anymore. You shouldn't be starting Brady. If you listen to this podcast and you still start Brady, you, you got nobody to blame but yourself. Yeah, I mean, he did have the QB 12 finish because of that garbage time drive and touchdown, but it's still, you, you weren't, you, I don't know why he, I don't even know why he's rostered, to be honest. No, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the receivers all had fine games, uh, but Leonard Fournette, 10 for 44, White, 11 for 38. Neither neither caught more than four passes, so kind of shitty games from them, but Godwin, 8 for 83 and 1. Russell Gage, 8 for 59 and 2, and then Evans, 5 for 83. If this was a better offense and team, I would be going for Russell Gage right now, but since it's such a bad offense, I don't want to add a, a third pass catcher on this bad offense. So I'm, I'm not chasing Russell Gage. I agree. I, I thought about him for a half a second, but I just ultimately decided to leave him off the list. Yep. Um, the Sunday night games, it was, it was kind of boring. Most of the game. I will admit that I thought it was going to be a better matchup, but uh, giants 20 Washington, 12, some controversy at the end of the game. Uh, Terry McLaurin was thought he was lined up on the line. Ref told him he was good. They, Washington scored, flag thrown on the play. McLaurin allegedly was off the line, uh, backs him up, and uh, the rest is history. But I, I, I don't know if McLaurin's telling the truth, and if he is, that's uh, that's kind of fucked. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> shitty. Like, I mean, obviously, I've never played at the NFL level. I wasn't a receiver in college, but in high school, and I've, you know, I've watched it in college as well, like on the field. But you're looking over the receivers or the refs, and they're telling you, oh, scoot up, scoot back. Like they're communicating with you, and they're letting you know 
if you're not where you need to be. Like, they're not trying to screw you over. So, I really hope Terry just, you know, misunderstood the ref because then it's going to get into the NFL's rig, and I hate when that comes up. Um, but I'm really hoping that that's not what it was because then it's just bad for the game. Yeah, uh, Giants side of the ball is pretty much Saquon and nobody else. 18 for 87 and 1, uh, and then 5 for 33 through the air. Other than that, if you've played Richie James coming off a couple hot starts, four for 42, gross. I had a stream Daniel Jones. He only got me nine fantasy points. I Luck- told you. Luckily, it didn't matter, but <laughs> it should have. My other options were Lamar, he was out, Mike White, he was out, and Mac Jones. I don't know. I'm assuming he put up more than nine fantasy points. No, he only he only completed 13 balls. Seven, seven I played my best quarterback on my roster and he got me 9.9. <laughs> That's and I won, and we're moving on. So we're uh, we're happy. <laughs> sickening. Uh other side of the ball, uh Brian Robinson, 12 for 89. He look. He clearly looks like the best running back, but Antonio Gibson is clearly the best pass catcher. Uh, Gibson only five for twenty-one throughout on the ground, two for six. I don't know why he's not utilized more through the air, but uh, it's it's still Brian Robinson's backfield. So, yeah, it is. I, I hope Gibson can get out of Washington. They're just they just do him dirty. Um, I want him to get appreciated and used because he is a very talented guy. So screw the Commanders. Uh, Dotson four for one Oh five and one on six targets was in our waiver pickups. Uh, McLaurin six for 70 on six targets, still the best receiver on the team. Yep. Just set it down week without a touchdown. Yep. Uh, and then the Monday night game. So Mason went to it. Give, give us uh give us a 30 second rundown on uh, how cold it was, what the atmosphere was like, but are the fans still optimistic? Oh, the fans. Yeah. It's probably, I, I think it's because it was so cold that no one wanted to sit in the bleachers, but there was no sitting like it was probably the first game where like I never sat down um so everyone everyone was standing um everyone had needed Watson and Jones to do something for fantasy so everyone was screaming when Watson wasn't scoring um but no I mean it still still felt like Lambeau there's still obviously tons of hype and um, optimism for the season It, it felt like a normal Lambeau game even though we were five and eight yeah, I have a feeling I, I, even if the Packers were 0-14 at this point, it would still be a fun game to go to and just a fun atmosphere all around. Yeah, uh, hope we, got, we get to go to the warm state of Florida on Christmas Day and play Miami. Have fun with that. Uh, there, was, there was no booms on this side of the ball. Akers looked fine, average five yards a carry, but didn't get in the end zone. Just 12 for 65, uh, three for 35 through the air, led his team in <laughs> receiving and rushing. Uh, obviously that goes to show you how shitty uh, everybody else was on the Rams side. Yeah, Higby scored, so... Hig- Higby. Um, it was hilarious. The ESPN graphic flashed across the screen. It said, LA Rams, the only t- only team without a tight end touchdown in the year. I shit you not, five seconds after that graphic flashed, Higby scored. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. That's funny. Uh, Rogers, 22 for 30. I did have that bad looking pick, so it, it was yeah, just that was gr- weird. Um, it, it was weird. I know people are asking if it was just miscommunication, whatever it was. It, it, at, the, at the end of the day, Lazar was still open. Um, he had stopped in the open space. I still don't know if Rogers didn't like it. I wasn't expecting it, but it, yeah, it was not a good pick. Hit the defender right in stride. Yeah, uh, I heard that Manning <laughs> said that. That's the reason. <laughs> Aaron Jones, 17 for 90 uh, on the ground, four for 36 and one through the air. 
Uh, AJ Dillon, 11, thir- 11 for 36 on the ground, but did fall into the end zone twice. So if you started both those running backs, which you probably should have, you were happy. And he did enter concussion protocol. I haven't heard anything more. Um, so going forward, it's not like you weren't going to start Aaron Jones, but if Dylan's out, Jones needs to a thousand percent, which again, he already was, but even in DK lineups, put him in. Uh, and then Dobbs coming back off the injury. I hope nobody should have started him, but five for 55 on five targets. We'll start Christian Watson and he very well could have lost you a matchup on Monday night, four for 46 and six targets. Uh, yeah, nobody's no, none of these receivers had a great day fantasy wise. No, they were, they were, don't be worried about Watson. They were still trying to get him in the end zone. They targeted him twice. Uh, one of them, he did not get the hand signal. If you saw that tweet, I sent you, um, after yeah. that whole controversy of Rogers having hand signals and quizzing and testing the players, it got blown way out of proportion. Um, but they're still trying to target Christian Watson in the end zone. Um, so I'm not worried about him. So, yeah, that will do it. Tomorrow we got our Dynasty episode, as always, and uh, we're recording on Thursday this week just because the holiday's coming up. The wife's birthday's on the 23rd. We got a lot of uh, a lot of shit going on, so you get a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, back-to-back-to-back to back to back from us. And last uh, last draft before Christmas, got to do the best, uh, best things about Christmas here. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I want to give the listeners, uh, if you listen to the worst Christmas draft, it was it was a bloodbath. Oh, jeez. If you liked Mason's team, you were the only one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you, I, I said you got costs I wanted, and then I said you got the steal of the draft, and that's taking everything down. So, um, I mean, yeah, you know, in our dynasty, not many people have to travel for Christmas. So, screw them. Lucky ducks. All right. Follow us on TikTok at the Kneel Down, Twitter at the Kneel Down Pod. Dynasty episode tomorrow. See you guys.